I mean, <laughs> she's like, lucky, fuck the history lesson, just get to the goddamn blasphemy. <laughs> this show's for pagans, it's called Meet My Pagan Ass. A pagan podcast that's gonna eat my pagan ass. If you don't like it, well, you can eat my pagan ass. Hey, everybody, this is Carmen Kickass. And this is Lucky Licious. And this is Eat, eat My, my pagan, pagan Ass. This is episode 23. 23 Skidoo. 23 years old. Yeah. I'm so proud of ourselves. Yes. All right, let's get over that now. So what's going on, girl? Happy New Year. Happy New Year it's to you. It's 2010 or 2010, however mm-hmm. you say it, right? What does ever matter? I'm saying 2010. I'm saying 2010, too. Yeah. That's just cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to say 2010? 2010. If you say 2010, me. stop listening to this podcast. We don't even want you here. Right. Get out. So it's 2010. Blasphemer. 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 That's the... Today's word is blasphemy. How'd you do over the New Year's? What did you do? Anything? Um, my cousin had a New Year's party. Oh at yeah, house. another wild Carmen kick-ass it was, carnival. It was a real good party. Uh huh. How mm-hmm. many people took their clothes off this time? Oh none this time. Oh no. No, not no. this time. No, no. Did you get laid? Did you sleep with any? You had I that was, really I cute was going, cousin. I was going crazy though. My cousin is married to this Greek guy, uh-huh. and most of the people there were Greek, Ooh. and they were playing Greek music. It was enough. I mean, an hour I could take, half an hour, you know. But the whole fucking night, I was going crazy. It was, it was like, so I went out into the uh, on the porch. I was hanging out over there. Uh-huh. This little girl comes over. She's freaking out. And I said, what's wrong? She says, is the world really going to end in 2010? Because 2012, because that's what people were talking about. Oh, in, in, at the party? At the party. In front of this little girl? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. <laughs> she was beside herself. I said, I don't believe that stuff. And yeah. then we had a little talk about a lot of people are Christian and they want the Bible to be right. And that's why they say things like that. And mm-hmm. then I said, oh, and then the little bitch, check this out. I, I said to her. They've been saying that since I was your age. She goes, wow, that's a long time. <gasps> I want to throw her off the railing, but yeah, you know, I didn't, have. you know. Well, I you sh- could have sacrificed her to one of our pagan gods. <laughs> that's right, I should have. But instead, you did well. You, you, yeah, I, I did a good deed. You took a child and you brainwashed mm-hmm. her a little bit. I, I did you a good deed. turned her against the, uh, the evil ways of, you know, regular yeah. society. But the party was good. Yeah, was good. Mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a good time. You know? you do? Well, I got together with my gay boys first um, on New Year's Eve. We went down to the Labyrinth, mm-hmm. which is down. You know, we talked about it. Right. And you, you threw a lot of shade at me because I said it was a gay men's only, and you started boohooing. Yeah. And then uh, Osimbio. Right. He was the founder. He, he sent you that email and said it's open to anybody, male, female, in between, mm. straight, gay, bestiality, whatever and that's it all is. Of me. All of you, all and, of and your ass didn't show. Every other motherfucker in New York City was there except for you. That's because I was in at the party. Yeah, whatever. Listening right. to this freaking Greek music. Well, he's really yeah. upset. Well, I'll be at the next one, I promise. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. hear that, everybody. She said she's going to be the next I'll one. I'll be there, I'll all be right. there. But it was a really nice, it was a nice ritual. I, I wasn't expecting a ritual. I thought it was just going to be like a, a meditate, like a sunset meditation and mm-hmm. walk. We actually, we had a little ritual. We had, uh, you know, a fire candle in the middle of this labyrinth. And there was still snow on the ground. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting is uh, the, the weather forecast was supposed to be really bad. We were supposed to get, like, rain and sleet and all this crap. And 
and the organizers were getting a little down, but then in the morning, you know, being pagan witches, they were like, all right, break out your, your weather magic wands and let's give ourselves some good weather. And sure enough, we had, we had the weather stayed cool, you know, um, yeah, nice. no rain, no, yeah. nothing bad. And didn't, didn't start uh, raining until we were completely done with the evening. Cool. You know? Nice, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, Although it was a little fucking cold. We, we were doing this pan invocation, mm-hmm. uh, ca- kind of calling up our inner selves and all, all the inner scapegoats that we have on ourselves. And to call up a new sense of self-appreciation and self-love, to look at that shadow side of ourselves and, and, and bring it out and, and empower it. And right, say, acknowledge know, it. We accept ourselves fully for who we are in yeah. this new year. Um, because this is really a new year of transformation and change for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, 2010. Nice, and, right, a whole new decade, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Know. Solar eclipse now in Everything. Capricorn and, and yeah. new moon in Capricorn. And so it's it's a, it's a major time for folks to, to just look at their hopes and dreams, their aspirations for, you know, life and career success right. to see the bigger picture of things and, and where they fit into the whole bigger thing and say, I, if you don't know what your purpose is on life, and a lot of people have been walking around like that for a long time, saying, what the hell are we doing here? What am I supposed right. to be doing What am here? I supposed to be doing? What's my purpose? Right. Why am I here? Right, right. In fact, we got we got an email from somebody, uh, Whiskey, was it Whiskey Willie Whiskey or something? Whiskey Willie. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to do some, t- uh, Carmen's going to do a tarot reading later in this podcast, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll riff on some runage uh, for some some other. We got we got actually a couple of questions from some of our listeners, right? Uh, that we're gonna. I think this is a, in the first time in the new season that that we're doing a little bit of a reading for folks on on the air. And mm-hmm. you're all certainly welcome to send in your uh, questions and right. You know, we'll do our best, and then we'll try to answer them for you mm-hmm. and see if we can help you out and maybe enlighten you just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, not too much though. Point you in the right direction. We don't want to be know-it-alls. Yeah, because Lord knows we ain't. Mm-hmm. So, but but so with this uh, eclipse coming on, it's just it's a it's uh, all around January fifteenth, and Mercury is going to go direct. Right. So there's like a lot going on here. And yeah. Ju- my favorite thing is Jupiter is is moving from Aquarius into Pisces mm-hmm. um, right around that time, and so I'm really happy about that because Jupiter likes Pisces. Right, very much. It's exalted in yeah. that sign. So yeah, yeah. Everybody benefits from that. Not only if you have Jupiter. Pisces and Jupiter in your chart. Right. Everybody um, collectively benefits from it. It's the, good for everybody. From the vibe, yeah. so to speak. It's going to be a nice mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Lots of time to, to dream big. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you Just know. Just think big. Yeah. And go, go for it. Very spiritual time. It's a time of awakening. So Yeah, right. Like time. spiritual expansion yes. is, is characterized by Jupiter and Pisces. Right. You know. So, you know what, what we were saying before. It's a time of new beginnings. Not only is it a new decade. It's a, a Jupiter's moving into a new sign, which is a new beginning. Yeah. Um, Capricorn, um, Mercury's going direct. So there's a lot of things that are um, like revving up. So if you've been feeling like your ass is dragging, you haven't had a lot of clear direction. Things are changing, really, mm-hmm. really changing in the year to come. Right. So And, and because it's the beginning of the year, it kind of sets the tone. Exactly. For... And that's another thing, the beginning of the year. Yeah. So it's, it's all these things with new beginnings, yeah. you know, the, the new moon. So um, focus on what you want. Make an intention. If you don't have an intention, you're not going to get anything. Yeah, right? I mean, you have to know what you want in order to get it. And if you don't know what you want, at least know that you want to know what you want and ask for that. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I've done that before. I've been like, like, what is it I'm supposed to know? You know, how many times have I, I it's really weird because I'm, in a lot of ways, I think I'm like a lot of people where I, I don't know what I want sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and who knows why that is, but 
Um, because you have what you want. Uh, maybe, but at the same time, this isn't everything, and mm-hmm. I know that I can do better. I always feel like I can do better, right. go b- bigger, better, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need some guidance, and, and this is a good time to ask for that guidance. Right, you know? exactly. This is a very good time for that. Turn to a higher power. Really delve into your spiritual side and, and have fun with it. I think Jupiter also brings joviality and a little bit of levity to right. to what can otherwise be you know, a very serious topic like... religion well that's why um you know when christmas time you know all that december time of the year with the holidays and it's sagittarius and it's yay you know joy to the world (laughs) and then when we hit new year's now we're in capricorn and capricorn such a serious sign it's the sign of the hangover yes so you know (laughs) this is a time where people feel a little down and it's astrologically it could could be explained that way you know But you need to know what you want. You need to ask for it, and you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking also, Capricorn is an Earth sign, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I hear this is a good time to get your teeth done, and you know, if you have bone problems, right. deal with that because body know, work, yeah. so to speak. So, yeah. and and this is a time that people also think about exercise regimens and 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 getting back into returning to a physical health. Mm-hmm. Physicality, so, uh, and right. there's there's a lot of energy because of the Earth sign that's there to devoting devoting your attention to practical things, which includes establishing clear regimens for you know that's kind of like the watchword here, right? With Cap- Capricorn has a very a methodical. Well, approach. this is a time to, and that's another reason why people make New Year's resolutions. Yeah, they don't. I mean, we have other times of the year where it's a, a new year, like I don't know. Samhain. I mean, that's right. a new year. So mm-hmm. we do have, diff- but this is the one particular time of the year when we make resolutions. And astrologically speaking, it's because we're in Capricorn mm-hmm. and you have that mindset mm-hmm. to make plans and I wonder and prepare for the future. I mean, I wonder, you know, it, it is one thing to stick to the older agricultural calendar on which the eight uh, holidays of the of the Wiccan Sabbath, at least, or the you know neo pagan Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, are based. Um, but at the same time, back then in those days at Samhain, that is when you did have the fireworks and the big harvest parties and right. festivals and things like that. We don't do that now. Now no. the fireworks come at New Year's. That's right. when everyone is celebrating. Right. And, uh, so you've got to you kind of balance old tradition and old ways with the new and 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 what is here now and where we are now. And that is the truth is that most people think of the new year as January 1. Right. And that's when all the celebration happens. And and that's also, we, we almost touched on this in the last pod. We cut it out because it started getting a little dark. Uh, <laughs> we kind of had such a funny podcast last time. I didn't really want to get into the serious topic of death. But, you know, we as pagans think of Samhain as the time to remember those who've passed on. But in a lot, in a broader sense, this time of year, the turning of the year is a time when we face mortality in mm-hmm. a way we think of another year turning another you know click on the clock right you know time the is grim winding reaper. down the grim reaper father time you know right. is you here know. and so our mind turns to things of death and you know passing on mm-hmm. and, and endings in a lot of way right but but remember that all endings are new, new beginnings you have baby new year yeah so it's a new beginning yeah you know so it is a time to celebrate it is so, but but it becomes very difficult for those of us who don't know where the fuck we want to you go need, with our you lives. You need to understand what's going on in order to celebrate. If you just see the the Grim Reaper and, and then you don't understand the reason behind it, people that aren't enlightened are like, 
what the fuck is there to celebrate about? I don't have a job. I, you know, but you have to see beyond that and look at the spiritual side. Yeah, take take the energy that's in the air and use that to and propel. And use it. If, you, if you've, been, you've been trying to get a job, and goodness knows in this economy, a lot of us are unemployed and are having a really hard time finding, you know, means to mm -hmm. sustain ourselves economically. Well... Even though you you feel like you've you've tried it all and you've done it all and there's not more you could possibly do, guess what? It's a new year. It's time to start again. Right. Um, put the fire under your feet. Look at you know Mercury retrograde's about to end, so you got about another week to look at your resume and, and revise it and edit it and then start sending it out again. Mm -hmm. You know. And with all the different um, astrological configurations, like what we said about. Jupiter going into Pisces and all these. This is a really good time. Not only because it's the new year, but because of all the help that we're getting from the planets in the sky. Mm -hmm. This is a very good time. Mm -hmm. The eclipse. We're getting an right. eclipse. Annual solar eclipse. Yeah, so... And this... eclipses are very significant. Mm -hmm. they, they mark times of catalytic change, usually, mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Something you'll remember for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, people don't feel that there's no way out because there is this is the time to do it definitely if you're still alive and you're listening to this there's a reason you're mm -hmm. here for a reason exactly. and this is the year where you're gonna find it right Woohoo! <laughs> i'm ready we're so optimistic it's great <laughs> i'm ready i love it i hope we're infecting you with a little bit of this positivity because yes. it feels really good here it does um so anyway yeah that's what i did for new year's we we, we, we we called into, you know, we called Pan. We mm -hmm. did this whole Pan thing. And I got to tell you, with a bunch of gay guys, that's pretty... Yeah, I know. takes on a flavor all of its own. I mean, maybe there was a reason I wasn't there. No, there were some pan. ladies. There oh, some, really? Yeah, there were some ladies there. Yeah, some I peeps. missed it. Yeah. Well, the next one. The next one, Promise. Yeah. You know. It's going to be good. good. Yeah. So anyway, so we just wanted to start off by wishing everyone a happy new year and ho hoping that you're all... Ready to go here for 2010. Yeah, no, 2010. I don't like saying 2000 and 10. 2010. 2010. All right, so what's happening in 2010? It's already, the bullshit has started already. Which one? Well, this this whole blasphemy thing, you know. Oh yeah. You know, with with January one, with the new beginnings comes mm -hmm. into effect a lot of laws that legislators around the world have passed, and, and a lot of them pin the uh, January one, the start of the new year, is the time when these laws go into effect. So, you know, that's for good or bad. A lot of good laws have gone into effect, and a lot of shitty laws. And have gone a lot into of effect. stupid laws. Because you know what are laws? Laws come from people, and what are people? Stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Eat my pagan ass. <laughs> All right, so, but I think the number one stupidest law, aside from the New Jersey Senate killing same-sex marriage, fuck you, eat my pagan ass, New Jersey, <laughs> um, is this bullshit blasphemy law that went into effect in Catholic Ireland. Well, where else, right? All right, so get this. Um, in the land of Sinead O'Connor now, Sinead O'Connor, who ripped mm -hmm. a picture of the Pope alive, not alive, but she, on live television live Saturday tele, yeah. night, mm -hmm. I can see why she did it. Because mm -hmm. apparently lawmakers in Ireland have decided that it is illegal and punishable by a very steep fine to blasphemy, to blaspheme, any, to, so to say anything, publish anything, express any form of sentiment that could be perceived as offensive to members of a religion. 
any religion, mm-hmm. they say. So we're going to use that against them for sure if they make fun of paganism. Right. But it, I think they had in mind, of course, the Catholics or the Buddhists or anything, um, the Muslims. But they just wanted to throw everybody in to be everybody. PC. So you, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's another PC clampdown mm-hmm. in jolly old Emerald Island of Ireland. And uh, I think they're just opening themselves up to a lot of trouble. Frankly, well, uh-huh. I think you know? so. You know, yep. and one thing though that is really, I found out about this because there's a group of people in Ireland called the Irish Atheists, and they uh, celebrated the enactment of this law uh, by publishing on their website 25 blasphemous statements um, from throughout the ages. So basically, it's a challenge to mm-hmm. that law. I think it's ridiculous, like something like thirty-five thousand dollars. Uh, the equivalent of $35,000 per That's the incident. Fine? Yeah. Wow. So, um, uh, they on this website, they publish some things from Sinead O'Connor and uh, Bjork, Mark Twain, and Salman Rushdie. Okay, so these are all the people. <laughs> I, know. I actually like Salman Rushdie. You ever read his, his books? Well, I've read stuff by him, but not his yeah. books. It's good no. stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why people get their panties up in a bunch over, over it. But I'm not some tight ass, you know, conservative, no, arch conservative Iranian. Uh, what is it? What is he called? The Ayatollah? Whatever. <laughs> so Carmen and I thought that we too, um, we we said it, we can't just leave it to the atheists, right? To to stand up against, you know. Uh, we have to get in on the act. That's right. That's right. And we have things to say as well. We got a lot of shit to say. Fuck you, Ireland. No, not Ireland. <laughs> these, these assholes. Irish lawmakers. Irish lawmakers. So we hope if you're in Ireland and you're listening to this podcast, please bring it to the attention of the lawmakers. This is for you. Carmen Kickass and Lucky Licious are in violation of the law. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. We have our top 10. Top 10 blasphemous statements. All right, and we specifically design these to go after pretty much every major religious group in the world. I think we offend about five billion people. Uh, yeah, we approximately, think... if if the numbers are right. Right. It's something like well, maybe three three billion is closer. No, it's more than that. More right? than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One well, one point one well, billion. A couple of billion. Yeah, some of the major religions are are, are really so. Let to no further ado, eat my blasphemous pagan ass. ass. Here we go. Juchi, meaning self-reliance in Korean, is the state-authorized religion of North Korea with President Kim Jong-il as the temporal and spiritual head and final authority on all things Juchi. Practice of other religions is a state crime. Truth. Kim Jong-il's quote, spiritual inspirations, actually occur to him while he's snorting insane amounts of blow from his baby mama cleavage in a well-known crack house in Pyongyang City Red Light District. Bam! Blasphemy! Scientology. Fact. Scientologists rehabilitate their spiritual bodies through a process of intense emotional recall they call auditing. Truth. The only so-called auditing involved was when L. Ron Hubbard, the quote, religion's founder, unquote, learned that he was being, quote, audited by the IRS. <laughs> so he created this fake religion as a tax shelter. Blasphemy! Blasphemy. Rastafarianism, fact. The pot-smoking, dreadlock-wearing, Bob Marley-listening Rastas believe that Jesus Christ was actually a black man and that white Christians have suppressed this fact in order to dominate the world. 
truth. See Christianity below. Blasphemy! Bam! Blasphemy! Neo-paganism fact. Neo-pagan men who join the world's fastest growing religious movement claim among their beliefs a desire to empower women as spiritual and community leaders in order to correct the imbalance of thousands of years of patriarchal oppression of the feminine. Truth. Men are pigs. And the only reason they join a female-centric religion is because they believe all this pornographic propaganda put up by Joe Gardner and his minions. And because they think an athame is a substitute for a thick cock. Well, guess what? It ain't, you fucking pervert. Blasphemy! Judaism. The Jewish religion is thousands of years old and among the world's most venerated and noble spiritual paths, rich with culture and history. Its spiritual core is depicted in the Tree of Life, a mystical source of inspiration and enlightenment that has spawned such occult teachings as the Tarot, astrology, numerology, and much more. Truth. The Jews killed Jesus. Bam! Blasphemy! Islam. Fact. According to Muslims, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet. Women are treated like cattle and homosexuality is a sin punishable by death. Among the more radicalized Muslims, all those who do not believe in their particular form of Islam are so-called infidels. And it is a holy and sacred imperative to seek out the infidel and destroy them in the name of Allah. The reward for such jihad is an afterlife of luxury, sex with virgins, and lots of milk. Truth. You people are just fucked up. I wish I could laugh, but there's nothing funny about you. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! Hinduism. Fact. Hindus worship cows as sacred, abstain from eating beef, and subscribe to the belief of reincarnation and karma. They ascribe socio-economic disparity between the poor and the wealthy as a result of karmic consequences based on past actions. Truth. Karma shmarma. If you've seen Slumdog Millionaire, you know that if you want to get rich in India, all you gotta do is get on a game show. And if that fails, Move your vegetarian ass to America, open a quickie mark, or drive a cab. And don't forget about all the money you'll save because you don't use deodorant. Bam! Blasphemy! Buddhism. Fact. The Buddha was a wealthy prince who gave up his life of luxury after receiving enlightenment while sitting beneath the Bodhi tree. He conceived of the Four Noble Truths centered on the cessation of sorrow and espoused a practical approach toward enlightenment called the Eightfold Path. Truth. The Buddha didn't give up shit. He was a miserable bastard with a tiny dick who couldn't get laid, so he ate himself to death. Bastard was fatter than Michael Moore, and damn, that's fat. The reason they found him under that tree was because he was so fucking fat he couldn't move. In fact, the poor fucker was probably dead from a heart attack. Bam! Blasphemy! Christianity fact. Christians worship Jesus, a Jewish carpenter considered the Son of God incarnate, and venerate his death on the cross and subsequent resurrection as a self-sacrifice for the salvation of humanity. Truth. If Jesus were alive today, he'd be a black, ganja-smoking pagan man lurking around Wiccan circles, hitting on large ladies, and looking to get laid. Bam! Blasphemy! And the number one blasphemous fact is directed at atheists and agnostics. Fact! 
1.1 billion people question the existence of divine beings and or deny their existence outright. Rather, they accept as true only that which they can see with their eyes or know to exist through science and rational thought. Truth? God's gonna strike you dead. And those are our 10 blasphemies. That was $350,000 worth of fines that we just... Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Not to mention a fatwa. Oh, my God. Uh, All that. What else? All kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> Whatever. Bad karma. Mm. If, if you've got some blasphemous statements that you'd like us to share with our listeners, by all means, please email them to eatmypaganass at gmail.com. Definitely. Or come to our Facebook fan page. Just type in Eat My Pagan Ass, and that's ass spelt with a, an at sign, mm-hmm. at sign SS. And uh, leave your comments on the wall. Don't forget to friend us because we want to know who you are. <laughs> we must have pissed off at least what? A couple of billion people. Three billion people. Well, if that's how many are listening. There you go. So if you're in Ireland especially, we want you to play this podcast for your lawmakers and that's say, right. come and get us. And say, <laughs> <laughs> On your law. So anyway, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I do, but I just, I think it's important that people stand up for the right to express themselves. It, it, it just, it, what's next? I mean, really, what is next? This Absolutely. is like a bad snowball effect. Right. You can't criticize the Pope. You can't, I mean, you can't, you can't speak truth, basically. Right. And that's what these people are afraid of. And that's why they have to pass laws and hide behind laws. Right. You because know? They, the, they, if, if, if somebody says something about you and it's not true, what do you care? Uh-huh. But when it's true, that's when you get upset. You know, we so have the, obviously we have this saying among the enlightened, and I'm going to share it now with all of you, which makes you all third degree witches. And, and you're the, all going to be enlightened of, now. Carmen and, and Lucky. What other people say about me is none of my business. That's right. Because I don't freaking care. It's none of my business what you think about me. Exactly. You know, I got my own shit I to do. I got my own shit. Exactly. <laughs> that's so true. And whatever you say about me is really all about you anyway. You know, right. if you got a crack on me, whatever, Go ahead. whatever, whatever, eat my pagan ass. <laughs> Not to mention this whole business about a $35,000 fine or it's in pounds or whatever over yeah. there. Do, now, who's who's not going to be able to pay that? Who's not going to who can pay that? Who, who makes that much money in in Ireland? Typically, most of the wealth is you know pagans are not known for being wealthy people, uh-uh. right? No, no. And most people who are disgruntled with with the status quo tend not to have a lot of investment in the way things are because they don't have the money, they don't have the property, and they don't have all this you know crap sitting in their bank so that every time they say something bad against the authorities, they can pay a fine of thirty five thousand dollars. So really, who is this targeting? Mm-hmm. The masses, pagans. right? The pagans. This, <laughs> this the is pagans. a blatant attack on paganism. That's right. So all you pagan people, get up there. Get up there and make your own list. That's right. I want you all to fly to Ireland. Uh, in fact, one of my friends sent me an email. We posted this on our blog, too, a little while ago. Sent me an email, said he was booking his plane to Ireland, and the moment he stepped off the plane, he was going to put his foot on the green fucking grass and yell at the top of his lungs, <laughs> Jesus is a cunt! <laughs> And I applaud that. Woo! All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So on to Saint other Patrick. things. Saint Patrick. Saint Patrick. Oh well. Well, Saint Patrick's Day is coming up, and one of our listeners thought we should do a, a, a focus on Celtic paganism, whatever that means. So mm-hmm. we'll do a little research, and yeah, if you got anything to say about Celtic paganism, we'd love to hear it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just don't be blasphemous about it, or else we'll have to sue your ass for thirty-five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, or thirty-five thousand quid. 
secoué. <rire> So, uh, what do you want to do now? You want to talk about listener email? Now that sure, we, why not? Now yeah. that we blasphemed, pissed off everybody. Now that we everybody, everybody off and now they turned off their shit. We're going to, what, five, 500 different types of hell now? <laughs> there was a lot more we could have gone after. There's like yeah. 20. There's we, like, had, we had a lot of fun putting the shit together. We though. did. We were dying we did. And laughing. we hope we offended somebody. Because yeah. if you're offended, you deserve it. I mean, you should have heard the stuff that we said no. <laughs> I know. No, we can't no, say know. that. We can't say that. That's too crazy. We should have some outtakes, like eat my pagan ass outtakes. Yeah. yeah. You know what though? On this, I just want to say on the twenty-five blasphemous quotations posted by Atheist Ireland, my favorite one, my favorite one. I'll just read it. It's number thirteen, which mm-hmm. is a lucky number. It's from Bjork, the oh, okay. Icelandic musician, mm-hmm. uh, who in nineteen ninety-five said. I do not believe in religion, but if I had to choose one, it would be Buddhism. It seems more livable, closer to men. I've been reading about reincarnation, and the Buddhists say we come back as animals, and they refer to them as lesser beings. Well, animals aren't lesser beings. They're just like us. So I say, fuck the Buddhists. <laughs> she changed her mind. In, her in, one pa- in one paragraph, she changed her mind. Yeah, she's crazy, but she said, fuck the Buddhists, so that's considered yeah, blasphemous. Yeah, that's blasphemy. Because I was saying, well, why is that blasphemous? But then... You fuck, have to read to the end. Fuck the Buddhists. Mm-hmm. There you go. You can read the rest of the 25 quotes on eatmypaganass.com. Um, we have an entry there on January 2nd, and you can read the rest of this. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's that. We got some listener email. Do you want to do listener emails, or do you want to do some, some readings, some tarot? And, and um, how do you feel? Do you well, feel the power, the magic? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. But yeah, yeah, sure. Like I'm answering the question. Yeah. Well, we'll do There's uh, more some email. email. Over there. Yeah. And then we'll Want to read some email? Yeah. Let's read some email and listener comments because okay. that's always lots of fun. We love getting feedback from folks. Mm-hmm. On the Facebook page, so these are comments from the Facebook fan page. Um, this is from Edie Cornoyer. I have just found your podcast and I'm a fan. You guys are too funny. I've only listened to the two most recent episodes, but all the past episodes are downloading as I type. Cynthia Bailey, Yahoo! A place that a pagan can really say what they have said. But never online. Kiss and eat my white southern pagan ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, that felt good. All Laughing right. my pagan ass off. It's good. See, we're empowering people. You got to yes. express yourself. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's cool. You know, I, I do got to say, doing this podcast, you know, Carmen and I are real people. We have real lives. You know, there's a little bit of risk involved here. But you know what? We're being courageous. We're putting our asses out there. That's right. I'm afraid that, you know... Freeze my assets. Yeah. And take my money for... <laughs> I know. All that money you got you from imagine? your dead husbands. How, you, you won't be able to sustain the lifestyle to which you become accustomed. That'd be messed up. Or whatever. I'm going to have to kill somebody. Um, let's see. Gary Sudo, who's also a symbio, yeah, says... Gary. Great labyrinth walk yesterday. Where the hell was Carmen Kick-Ass? <laughs> Sorry. Inquiring oh. minds want to know mm-hmm. after all that. Uh, maybe you need to do an episode on weather magic. Love your episodes. That's cool. Okay. We should do weather magic. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to. We definitely want to talk about you know certain topics. You know. Yeah, definitely magic. I'm sure a lot of people would like to know. You know. And would like to know the the real way to do magic because we right. are the authorities. All those other podcasts <laughs> they out there, they ain't about. worth they their shit. shit. Just listen to us. We'll tell you how to do magic. That's people. right. You know. Because right. why? Because there is no greater magic than that of love. And what is the best love? Oh God. Laughter. Uh-huh. Laughter. You better be careful because I'm thinking of some serious arts and crafts next episode. I'm going to make your shit get up to say scissors, glitter, and glue. And oh you're going to make. Scissors, glitter. Yeah, that, that should be the name of our podcast. Scissors, scissors glitter, and glue. Glitter, glue. Oh my God. Oh. All right, you got, you, got, you got an email there. Why don't you read that? 
This one here? It starts here, right here. Okay, it says, ha, you two slay me. Oh, and this is coming from... Ginger. Oh, Ginger. Hi, Ginger. Hey, okay. Ginger. It's nice to know that there are other pagans who don't get into artsy, crafty side of pagan holidays. I love to get my craft on, but prefer to leave the safety scissors outside of the circle. <laughs> Thank you, Ginger. <laughs> See, somebody thinks like I do. I guess so. Uh, Who knew? It's, it's refreshing to hear this. I guess if folks can get their magic on through elbow macaroni, then more power to them. But I don't think the gods have much room on their divine refrigerators for any more corn dollies. <laughs> and then she says, hugs and kisses. Aww, it's nice. true. It this is, is true. I, you know, I, one thing I want to get straight, I don't have anything against arts and crafts. Mm. I'm just saying it's Corny for magic, that's all. It's just like, come on. Magic should be a little bit more, I don't know. Almost Unless you're a five-year-old pagan, right. then that's cool for you because it's age-appropriate. Yeah. But not for us, come on. <laughs> Nothing cracked me up more. I listened to the last podcast a couple times, right? Uh -huh. the, la the thing that cracked me up the most is when you were like, here's, you know, here's, I made a turkey out of my hand. <laughs> yeah, the, the... That shit was funny. The outline? Okay. All right, whatever. You got, a, you got some more there. All right, I who gave do I have? You, you gave them to me, yeah. let's see. And this is coming from Firelight. Firelight. Common and Lucky. I love this. I always get top billing. Of course you do. Isn't that cool? Because this is a pagan Thank religion, you. and and I'm Ladies only here. First. I'm only here because I want to take you know thousands of years of laid. patriarchal suppression <laughs> off, off of women. Yeah, because I want to get laid. Newsflash: I'm a homo. <laughs> I ain't here for the pussy people. <laughs> I'm here for the pussy within, see, okay? See, that's, okay. Why, that's why gay pagans are, what's the word, a sincere Fabulous. Pagan. No, sincere. Better than everyone because else? Because it's not like you're looking to get laid. Is that what you're trying to say? We're better than everyone yes, else? Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Okay, my I learned. I learned a new piece of gay slang, by the way. I have to share that? this with everybody. Because, right. you know, I think bringing people into the mystery, the gay men's mysteries, is another, you know, aspect of this podcast. Absolutely. It's just an extension of who yeah. we are, right? Just like you bring people into the mysteries of, right. of blood-sucking right. Mexican virgin boys to retain youthful. <laughs> exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so I learned a new slang the other day while we were watching. A new slang? A new slang. Slang. I thought he's slating. Okay. No, 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 no. Sorry. It's it's this. You you, uh, you can gayify anything by adding the word pussy to the end. So like this one guy bumped his elbow. He goes, oh, I just hit my elbow pussy. Or, you know, like I stubbed my toe pussy. Or it's in reference to body parts. Why are you looking at me like that? You don't think I it's funny? I'd rather do some crafts. You know, yeah, from now on, I'm just not going to cast my pearls before swine anymore. <laughs> There's just no point. Swine pussy. Live... <laughs> swine pussy. Ugh. What are you talking about? I think we got an email from someone named Sli Swine Pussy. Oh my god. That's All right, nasty. Let, me, let me read this one from Firelight. That's a long one. She's sitting at the edge of his seat saying, Shut up and read it's my he, email. It's he. he. Oh, it's a he. Yes. I'm sorry. He's a cute gay boy speaking really? of. Really? Hey, boy. How do you know? You, hmm. know you and I need to have a date. Let's go. I just All wanted right. to put that out there. Hey. Just go. Okay. My name is Firelight. And I'm officially your biggest fan. Mm -hmm. I just found your. Um, podcast through iTunes, and I have voraciously devoured all of your previous shows. Though, I must admit, I'm not completely finished with them. I've heard enough to become hopelessly devoted. Oh, that's Aww. so cool. All right. You are utterly hilarious. Oh, thank you. Which is, which is he's, rare. He's talking about me. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you all, he says. Oh, there. Oh, okay. All right. You all are utter, utterly hilarious. 
which is rare for a pagan podcast. Too many shows take themselves far too seriously, and while that has its place, your show provides much-needed comic relief. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. I had your bit by the powers of Kali. I manifest my remote, my remote control. control. Yeah. So mode it be. That's in episode number one. If you haven't listened, all the old episodes are up, and there's this. Um, we're making fun of an old roommate of mine, and 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 pagans yeah. in general who like use magic for every fucking little thing to wipe their ass. They I have know, to cast a magical spell. Everything is magic. Yeah. I know. And then he goes on. He, he has. Is this a, for real? Yeah, this is real. Oh, yeah, right. he's got this a. Is so cool. He's I got his it. own show. It's called Inciting a Riot. Um, oh I yeah. Ha- I have heard of it actually. Believe it or not. Um, I mentioned I'd mentioned your name, Firelight, um, among the gay boys, and they 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 thought you had been writing on Witchbox or something. So it seems like you have a name out there, which is really cool. Yeah. So people In, inciting it's, it's a riot. Inciting a riot. Yeah. Okay. I actually like it. I listened to a couple episodes. He does like kind of newsy things, topical things, mm-hmm. and and then comes off with this like you know kind of essay like he's got a he's got a little bit of theme and organization to what he does so it's really nice actually very good so So check it all out folks i will subscribe yeah inciting a riot with Mm -hmm. firelight and that's f-i-r-e space l-y-t-e look it up word okay we'll put a link to his show here on the podcast yeah okay okay and then we we um we did a thing where we talked about the vatican and and how we wanted to start a, a pentacade to storm the Vatican archives and reclaim what is rightfully owed to pagans. So we got a response. Mm-hmm. To, we got a response. And this response is from Jason Slupinski. Slupsky. Slutsky. Slupsky. Okay. The Vatican alone puts the Nazis of World War II to shame when it comes to its horde of stolen and seized artifacts. Mm. Sitting on them for millennium under the grimy, unwashed, undereducated asses doesn't make it any more theirs. Mm-hmm. All right. That's true. Speak the truth, brother. That's thirty-five thousand dollar fine right there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're gonna get a bill from. You're gonna get a bill from Carmen. You didn't, aren't you like a lieutenant? You like your whole job is out there to enforce people. Okay, like, we gotta be we gotta be truthful it. about this. This whole thing about our like putting blasphemy out on the on the website is only to trick you all into it's, it's bait. into writing blasphemous statements on our website so that we can then we have been deputized by the Irish government to solicit um, compensation for people who <laughs> blaspheme and offend. So we're broke. We're broke, and, this, and we need your economy, money. This economy, you know, like I'm sorry, man. Well, that's creativity. Yeah, we, turn, we, we turn against our own people. Hey, you know, we're like the Bernie Madoffs of pagan. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. That gives a whole new meaning to the word py- pyramid scheme, right? Ponzi scheme, but pyramid. Oh. Yeah, we're like the Bertie Madoffs of, of, of pagans. Give us your money. <laughs> Could you imagine? I wonder if there are people out there who actually do podcasts just to get money from people. I mean, how stupid is that? Does that work? If that works, let us know. I don't know how. I don't know how. I do want to say, again, I will say, on the eatmypaganass.com website, you can go and click on those ads from Google, and that does give us a little bit, like a penny each time to do it. But come on, people. <laughs> Fucking help us out. Give us a break. <laughs> click on a goddamn a ad. A, qu- <laughs> a quid. <laughs> All right, all right. It is Capricorn, so it does make sense that we have our minds on money and money on our minds. Right? Yes. Is that how- I got my mind on my money and my money on, on my mind. mind. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Um, mind. I, I, I know. Okay, this, that's that's all your emails. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, I have another one here from from Ginger. So we're gonna get started. We're gonna do we're, we're gonna do some reading. tarot readings. Yeah. Yeah. Later for that. So um, I don't what know. Do you, you want to say a few things? I don't know. It's been a while since you've done a tarot reading. Why don't you tell people again, uh, just to remind them about your your history, your expertise, and, and who you are and what you do, and why you're authorized to even do a fucking tarot reading for people. Yeah. Since you're messing with people's lives and fate. Right. 
Well, um, I believe the tarot is not something that has to happen or will happen. Although, if you don't do anything about where you're, where you're headed, it will happen. Like, for, I always like to use the example, if it's snowing outside and I tell you uh, to wear your galoshes, your feet are going to get wet, but if you wear your galoshes, they won't get wet. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, so tarot... It's still, still going to rain. It's still going to rain. You're still going to have these dangers, but... If you do these things, it doesn't have to happen. Forewarned is forearmed. Right. So don't ever think, if anybody ever gives you a reading, that this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard to change the, the direction you're going, but tarot reading is supposed to be used for an empowerment. And with that... We're going to do a tarot reading now. Okay. <clears throat> this is a question from Ginger. She says, oh, turn that shit off. Oh, <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I love the iPhones. They have the little belt. That was that was actually a singing bowl, a Tibetan singing it's, bowl, it's which singing. I banged the hell out of. That's not how you put it, whatever. But, but iPhones do have a nice little ding. It's really cool when you use it for a timed meditation mm -hmm. and you need to come out of a timed meditation. iPhones are great for that. There's an app oh, for that. Okay. Want to be enlightened? There's an app for that. All right. There's an app for everything. Question for Carmen. Hey, Carmen, I'm Ginger. I've commented on the episode a few times and love your and Lucky's podcast. I'm 32 and I live in Texas. Did you notice, and when we used to do this show a couple years ago, we had a lot of fans from Texas? Yeah, Texas is... It is. I don't know, but we do have a lot of Texas listeners. Thank God. I mean... Maybe yep. we need more pagans to move to Texas and shift the color of that state mm -hmm. from, from, from red to blue a little mm -hmm. bit. Right, whatever. Okay. Enough true. politics. Your tarot savvy is impressive. She must be talking about you, not me. I've finally caught up with all the episodes and remember you doing a reading for another listener way back on one of the early episodes. Are you still doing this? Yeah, I am. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Am I meant to have children? Many of my friends are having kids and I'm happy for them. As for being a parent, I am kind of ambivalent. I'm in a stable, long-term relationship, and my partner is open to kids, but is also kind of ambivalent. Any wisdom from the cards? Many thanks, Ginger. Okay, Ginger. Let me um, see what I get here for you, okay? I guess you could have kids because you're a female. I mean, you know, if you were a guy, I would say no. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, like, question number one, do you have a vagina? Yeah. Question know. number two, does it work? <laughs> okay. Question number three, do you have a man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm thinking of Ginger here. Ginger. Ooh, is she related to uh, Gilligan? No, mm -hmm. That's really funny, Carmen. <laughs> yeah, well, these cards aren't. Um, I'm move it a little closer to you. Okay. Read on, tarot reader. All right, now this is another thing. Um, I don't really like to give bad news, but I like to tell the truth. And um, Ginger, these cards really don't look that great regarding the question at hand. There seems to be some... Well, you did say you were ambivalent, but I see more than ambivalence. It's more like confusion, not knowing what to do, um, just being kind of... Um, things not working out the way you want. It could be something either emotional or monetary, you know. Now, like what I said earlier before, 
you, you oh, wait, no, let me answer your question. You, yeah, you can have children, but you need to either make up your mind. There's something here that's blocking you. Okay, so I would either get medical attention. If you were here, maybe we could have a discussion because this doesn't look that. Maybe she should take the tampon out of her twat. That would help. <laughs> but there's something going on here. I, I can't say, yeah, definitely, you can have kids. I see here that you can have kids, but it's not an easy thing for you. Something's going on with you. Um, it could be physical, it could be mental. Uh, I think more physical, to be honest. Mm. Um, you can get help for this. Um, so like what, medical help, fertility, doctor? Probably like a fertility doctor or something. Yeah. Once once she did make the decision to do it, right? Then she would probably also want to get yeah. Some, hmm. Because I see that there's a lot of uh, issues regarding ch having children. It could be that you feel that you couldn't be, you couldn't take care of them, or be a good mother, or something going on here. The reason I say that is I get the five of pentacles. If you know anything about about tarot, that's that's where I'm getting that from. There's something going on. There's some feeling of lack or, un or unworthy to have, mm. you know? It's very interesting too that she uses the word ambivalent and you've got the two of pentacles and then the seven of cups. Yeah. And uh, very ambivalent, unsure, yeah. keeps going back and forth. It's just, you know, head up in the clouds. Yeah, not not knowing. Really I once pulled knowing. this card, uh, the seven of cups and, and the person who was doing the reading for me interpreted as being you know you just you have all these options and and but you just you don't really know you don't know what to do what will really make you happy you don't right. know what will make you happy and so you don't know what path to choose right because if you see all the all the cups it's all this cool stuff mm -hmm. victory money mm -hmm. real estate you know power, power. sex mm -hmm. love you know or spirit spiritual right. enlightenment right so it could be but you just don't know mm -hmm. so you have to is really that a decide. dragon there is that a dragon that's a dragon from avatar <laughs> the little chicken, a little rubber chicken. Mm -hmm. It's a blue dragon too. How cute! Thank you. Anyway, but um, Ginger, yeah, you you can have children, but you need to make up your mind and or get some sort of um, medical help or attention. Mm. You know, or it, you or your partner, one of you. I'm not I'm not laying all this on you. It could be your partner. It's always as well. the lady's fault. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It, it's interesting, you know, as a as a witch or as a pagan, you know, ambivalency, that's no good for anybody. Like, uh, one of the things is you can do whatever magic you want, but you've got to know what you want. Once right, you know it. Right, that's what we were saying before. You yeah. have to have an intention. Yeah. You know? Well, this is a good that's, time, then. That's why a lot of things, that's why we don't get a lot of things that we want. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people might say, oh, I just want to be happy. But what do you mean by happy? What what is your intention? What what is happy for you? Mm. You know, people need to know what they want and then go for it. Mm. In this case, Ginger wants a baby, so she has to know that that's what she wants and go for it. Mm. You know. Mm -hmm. But Ginger, if you want, you can email me some more, and you know, maybe we can do something online or because um, this seems to be very very personal, and I prefer not to get too involved on a podcast. Mm. This is too heavy. Mm. Really. There's some yeah, heavy mm, stuff, heavy yeah. issues there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I hope that's helpful. But I wonder, maybe we'll throw some runes. You yeah. see? Mm -hmm. All right. We'll ask it. She didn't ask for runes though, so who knows? That's okay. She I'm asking. Ask yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, all right. 
Here, I like to do this before I ask for rooms. And what, what happened when you were 25? This goes back to like when you were around 25 years old. So think back. All right. <laughs> That's my little Odin crow, Raven. My little Odin Raven. All right. We're gonna uh, get some insight here on Oh, okay. Well, yes, you can have children, mm -hmm. for sure. No yeah. question about it. Yeah. Um, but but right now, the core issue is um, what is, you're questioning, like, what is your path in life? Because this is this is a real issue for you in terms of, as an individual, do you want to be a mother? Do you, is that your archetypal path that you want to take? Um, do you feel like, especially there's concerns about, could you provide for a child again it's interesting because mm -hmm. you've got i i was here um which is the rune of like resourcefulness and and hunting and survival um but next to that you have sovillo the, the sun rune of success so i do see that you you do have the resources to provide for children if that's a concern for you then i would say you know don't worry about that um and i do see a i see a child in the future here i see the perthro rune um, is is kind of a it's a mixed bag rune in a lot of ways. It's it's interpreted. Some people say, oh, you, you don't really know what this is. This is a mystery rune. It's the gamble. It's toss the dice. You don't really know. Um, others interpret it as the shut the fuck up rune, meaning the runes <laughs> say, don't bother me, don't ask. I'm not going to tell you. Mm -hmm. But another clear interpretation of this is it looks like a woman squatting in a way. And oh yeah. Her gates are opening. Um, it's a it's related in a lot of ways to the Berkana rune. The Berkana rune is the rune of motherhood, mm -hmm. and and by extension, childhood and children. Um, but Perthro could also be the the birthing itself, the fruit, the fruit of the womb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fruit, fruit of the, of the labor. Fruit of the labor. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so um, yeah. So anyway, I would say, I would say, yeah. 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 yeah it's interesting you said that about it. the options and all that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, mm -hmm. so that's good that we're sort of in agreement. And I, I think also she, she can have kids. She just needs to make up her mind. Yeah. You know. But definitely don't worry about not being able to provide. You certainly can. Definitely. We all can. We all can. Every child is a wanted child. Oh. Okay, people. So okay. Th that's just the sort of thing we, we could do for fun every once in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, where else are you going to get free professional, I'm not professional, but, but Carmen is, um, professional readings for free. Yeah, yeah we, and if you like, we could send you, um, like, you know, bells, like if you want to get some money. You well, let's do, let's well, we do something right now. We could just do it for them anyway. Okay. If you want money, this is a very good time to do it mm -hmm. because of all the astrological stuff we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And a very simple uh, way would be to get a green candle and anoint it with a little bit of um, basil oil. Mm -hmm. And basil oil is easy to find. You don't have, this is like kitchen witchery. You don't need to go to the magical how store. Many how many kitchen witches does it take to change a light bulb? How many? None. It's already been done. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. Kitchen witches take care of their shit. They get oh, it done. Oh, okay, okay. You got know? it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you could buy the basil oil in the supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get a little... A little um... You can get basil oil at a supermarket? Sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's cool. a lot of almond oil. There's a lot of good oils that you can get in the supermarket. There's a lot, a lot of. Uh, and this way, you don't have to go to the the magical store. Mm -hmm. And 
So you um, so you get a green candle, you anoint it with oil, you uh, you can carve anything into it if you yeah, want. Yeah, if you like want to carve, you make it fancy, but for, you know, I'll keep it simple. Make sure to use really sharp scissors. Fuck that safety scissor shit. Get your hey, industry Hey, if I hear anybody cheers. using those round baby scissors... <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna come and get you. I'm anti-craft. That makes your that makes your magic weak. Lame. Lame. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, what else? You, okay, I'll make it simple. Like what you can do is you get your green candle, you get a, a you know a sharp object, a, a pin, whatever, uh, an exacto knife. A That's, pen. I, I use what about even a pen? If a you, pen. Nothing else. Right? A pen. And just draw a dollar sign on it. It's okay. You don't have to do any magical symbols. That has power to you because a dollar sign means money. Mm -hmm. So it, it, is empower, it is an empowered symbol. Mm -hmm. So just do a little dollar sign on it. And then you put a little bit of the basil oil on your hands. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you... you um, stroke it. You stroke <laughs> it. But facing out, not make, towards you. Make that candle Fa come. Facing out. Shut up. And it'll come with money. Mm. And then you just light it, and the best time to light it would be during a new moon. So January fifteenth. So is it January fifteenth? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fourteenth, fifteenth, that evening. Yeah, and then you just let it burn out and you you make your intention that you want money. Don't ask for how the money's gonna come. And at the end of magic, always say that this harm no one. Right. Otherwise somebody will die. Yeah, and then you get the inheritance and you be all fucking guilty and you spend all your money on heroin because you feel guilty and you went to drugs. Yeah. So always make sure that you say that at the end of a spell, that this is not meant to harm anyone. You don't need to use any magical words, use your own words and when you get a little better your uh, magical rituals will improve. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can do that for money. Uh, for love you can um, you could use a pink candle, and you could draw a heart on the candle, and you can use almond oil. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you can buy that at the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be one of those big, giant, seven-day votives. It, it, it could be a little candle. Little zapper. Yeah. Call them little zappers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I use tea candles. If you, if you use a little zapper, and if you can, um, you know, look up the astrological hour... You know, if you're doing a love spell, burn it in, you know, at 7 o'clock maybe. On or, a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Venus, mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 never the more, the, what's the word? correspondences. The more correspondences you use, the better. But sometimes you can't. You can't wait 20 years for that perfect <laughs> alignment. Alignment. So Some do it when do, you can. I know, yeah. Those sorry asses. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, Geeky. but all the better if you can do it with as much, you know, astrological and, and right. spiritual help as right. possible. Right, and uh, the main thing is that you, you have an intention. And you let it go, and you don't stay attached to the result. Right. Let because that's why you're burning the candle is because the candle has your intention and it's burning for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep obsessing and thinking it's over it. It's transforming it. You've made it physical. You've brought it into the earth plane mm -hmm. and now you're releasing it. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. There you go. Yeah. It's just like when you eat and you fart. Well, sort of. A little different. Uh, I'm sorry. Eat my bacon ass. <laughs> Come on. you got to have a little gutter humor here. Uh, <laughs> so that's it, folks. Try that. You know, um, those are the two main questions. Love and money. Mm. You know, and um, you can go to the supermarket and buy 
your stuff there. You don't need to go to the magical shop. Mm -hmm. You can buy all your herbs at the produce section. Speaking of magical shops, though, mm -hmm. um, there was an article in the New York Times recently about, and I posted this link on the Eat My Pagan Ass uh, fan page on, on Facebook, mm -hmm. um, going up to this store in the Bronx. It's a big store up oh, there. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Um, magical uh, Realms. Webster Avenue. Right. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, there's Magical Realms now is hosted there, and... Uh, oh really? Yeah, and they have they're building a or they have opened up a, a whole pagan community center there where you know they do rituals and they sell like all the all the stuff. So I thought it'd be a good idea for us to go up and interview some of those pagans up there at, at Magical Realms and you know down. the New York Times did a, give a fair and balanced interview, but yeah. you know let's get that, it from a that pagan place used to be huge. That's where still is huge, but not as far as well now with Magical Realms maybe it's changing because I was there a couple of months ago. Yeah, I said wow this is changing, but um, I guess the economy has affected. The <laughs> yeah, but that's where the other magical stores used to get their supplies from. They had every book you could imagine, right. every candle. I used to love to go up there. It was, it's a great store. Well, it's just, you know, the landscape of paganism in New York City, anyway, has really changed. It's yeah. really, I mean, radically different from what it was in the 70s and yeah. 80s. That store that we're talking about, it was mainly a Santeria. <clears throat> if we're talking about the same one, the one on Webster Avenue, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was so. really a Santeria um, store. But, you know, magic is It was magic. a Botanica. Yeah. It was a Botanica. Botanica, yeah. Right, right. right. Um, and they used to sell, oh my, everything. It was so cool. You, you, I used to walk in and it was like, oh, wow, look at this mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. Loved it, you know? Well, I think it'd be a good idea to plan some interviews um, for the upcoming episodes. And, and what, what I thought a neat project would be, and our fans can let us know if they'd be interested in here. I, I personally, I think we're going to do it anyway, but fuck what your fans think. <laughs> <laughs> this is our show, damn it. <laughs> but we can, we can interview... Um, you know, uh, pagan leaders from from the New York City area, sure. Who elders? You know, people who've been here for a while and have seen the transformation. We're here back when the shit started. Yeah, yeah. And and just to get a bunch of different perspectives from different traditions, and and also to get the dish. That's really what I'm interested. In. I want the gossip. I want the gossip. I yeah. want the dirt. Yeah, we yeah. want. You know, you could read whatever you want to read in those books, yeah. right? We want the real. We dirt. want the real shit. And we want to get them to say it on the web. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're doing. In the meantime, everybody, you know, have a good time. Yeah, and don't forget to eat my, my paganess. And blaspheme. <laughs> Go blaspheme something today. Eat my pagan blaspheme. <laughs> we are all alchemists, powerful, pausing for prayer as often as possible, not just when appropriate. We gotta stop bawling, appalling apologies, falling knees, the moral authorities, mission, kissing the floor, pity the poor, yet piss at the doorstep of our own mother, deploring each other to hand over the property rights. Shocked at my propensity to lower my intensity and act proper. Stop, I am not a prop. I fight to stay positive while dodging these politics, parasite policies, perverted monotony, role filled, part played, perform on the platform, get famous, get paid. We can't allow ourselves the luxury of passive indifferent anticipation. We must be passionately and persistently patient. Your birth was a divine invitation from God, asking you to perceptively participate, collectively perspirate, never curse your face, sweat. Taste the sweet sweat of your people, of a job well done. 
Feel the heat in your body as the earth's blood boils Sweat into the fertile soil Fall to your knees and plead for the privilege to bleed Let your living river rage into the roots of a tree Sacrifice, sanctify like the tears of Saint Joan of Arc Motherhood is not for the faint of heart Ave Maria, show me what it means to be a real woman To stand before the mirror and face myself fearlessly To climb to the top of my own mountains And sing over the bones of my ancestors Remind me of a time when Conception was considered sacred without question Before the church and its cold steel Controlling grip on your most precious flesh Choked me amid rejoice Ajaki and Sabe stand behind me Help me find my voice Wolf mother, teach me how to hunt Remind me of a time when dark city streets were just dark city streets I don't have to conceal my vulnerability in heavy steps, baggy clothes, and mock masculinity Lift up my face, I embrace my asymmetry These bones are alone, and each time they have grown They've been stoned and scorned, a stem with thorns Lift up my face that hands of light and amazing grace may trace my face full of salt mines Stay faithful to my fault lines that hands of light and amazing grace may trace the vertical column of my vertical column in time will find itself aligned You better learn to stand up straight now girl Cause you're gonna need every inch of that spine Fire Mother, Mojo Queen, Baba Yaga I would sacrifice my life for you let your love shine, blinding all of humankind from inside the confines. Every time a soul climbs its way out of the coal mines, we remind you to wait in the whole time for where to find you. From undercover of rubble, we will always stand beside you. Your hands can withstand the driest, coldest weather. Our songs and praise melt through this ruthless, ruthless winter. Sweet one eternal sun. La Lusa eternal afterglow. God's favorite recipe, sweaty sex and shameless ecstasy. Squeeze out the juice and air, eat the crime. We have nothing to lose, no choice but to shine. 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 Eternal sun.